0: Hello, little preamble here before, uh, you know, the opening and then the intro. I said this was episode two, and while I was correct that this is the second episode of the Kuga coverage, this is the third episode of the podcast, so I just wanted to, to fix that. So I'm fixing it here. Cool. Enjoy the episode. Love! Hello and welcome to the second episode of Journey Through the Decacast, a Ken retrospective through the lens of Decade, where I am Shin Garrett. Oh that's oh, okay. Yeah, I am Die Evan. Uh I am Writer Worm. And this week we jumped like dragoons and shot like Pegasi as we watched episodes five through eight of Kamen Rider Kuga. Yeah,
1: get oh yeah, first form changes, blue and green. It's gonna be good time.
0: Indeed, I don't. I don't think we have any like we have any preamble stuff to to do. So I think we can just jump right into it. Not really, and start with uh, episode five, which is distance.
1: Yeah. Opens up in the research lab where Sakurako is kind of bemoaning her, bemoaning the fact that Godai's transforming, um, and is looking at a note that I think was written by Ichijo that's asking, Hey, I found this other emblem in the ruins. Could you look it up? And we get introduced to a cool foreigner guy. He's really handsome.
0: Gene.
1: Yes, Jean, who interspe- intersperses his Japanese with random English phrases, so you know he, so you know he's a
0: Gaijin. He's real good. I like him a lot. Yep, the white
2: guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's the the only non-Japanese person I've ever seen in a J drama, but it's good stuff. But it's fine because
0: he's cool.
1: Yep. Give Sakurako the newspaper that shows that the police are now finally admitting hey there's some weird shit
0: going on there's monsters <laughs> there's <a> monsters. <laughs> be careful oh yep and then we cut right away and we meet uh we meet the owner of the Pore Pore shop where uh godai seems to live i think he just lives on the upper floor yeah and he has a name i forgot it i call him owner guy
1: it's, it's, it's always store owner
0: yeah and he's there, uh, Chichen with uh, Ichijo, about mountains.
1: He's talking about Everest, and oh, I did, I, I, I used to be an adventurer, I used to go out and do cool things, hey, let me tell you about all the cool things I did, and is portraying a, I'm a guy that's, I'm gonna ramble and talk about things, probably right. more than I should.
2: The first time we talked about this, I was super confused about the fact that Mount Everest is apparently named something different in the Common Rider universe, but I guess he's just referring to its Tibetan name or something like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Correct. Also, also spoilers, no one needs to know about the first time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, was, that was struck from history when we made a Kamen Rider out of it. Yeah, we, we
0: wreck on that. Like, my internet never went out. It, it's fine. We went back in time and fixed we it. Did, we didn't lose 30 minutes that's, of recording. That's
2: in the AR world. Yes. Yes.
0: Brilliant. <laughs> Um, but then, but then Godai shows up to save Ichijo from having to listen about mountains anymore, right? And then make sure the comment to tell the owner how to say the mountain name properly.
1: Yes, and Ichijo is pretty much showing up to force Godai to go to the doctor. Yes, and get a checkup because weird stuff's happening to you, man. You, you, you go to the doctor, <laughs>
2: right? Because Godai's just been like, yeah, my body fused with the ancient bug battle belt thing. But, you know, it's fine. I'm probably yeah. fine.
0: Yep, Ichijo's there to to literally drag him to the doctor because he knows Godai won't go by himself. Yes. And as
1: they're leaving, Sakurako calls asking for Godai. And uh, shop owner tells them that they're going to Kanto University Medical Hospital to meet with some uh, And Ichijo had spoken that he has a friend there that is going to basically run some checks on the down low.
0: Yep. So- yeah, Ichijo's a friend, uh, Subaki, who's a coroner at uh, the hospital. And they do some scans. And gasps, shock, surprise. Godai is like in an unidentified life form. Yeah. And he's getting swole.
1: Yeah,
2: I guess nobody cares what happens in the dead people wing of the hospital or whatever. <laughs>
0: it's quiet. That's where all the weird people go.
2: There's literally nobody in the there except this one doctor. Yep.
0: Yeah. Who's
1: super excited.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'd be super excited if I found this guy and he had like a weird belt thing fused to him. And was yeah. like, and had like biology of like a weird alien thing-
1: apparently the entirety of Godai's body, all of his muscles are getting more dense and strengthening, and he's getting more nerves like actual more nerves inside of his body to send signals, and it's more pronounced in his right leg
0: that's where he kicks people, yes,
1: mm-hmm, yeah. It took me a
2: minute when he said, uh, especially in your right leg the first time I watched it, and I was like, oh, right, the one he uses for rider kicks.
0: Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so they discussed, like, the belt is, is, like, sending out its own, like, nerve endings or whatever to do this. Nah. And it's not a problem, you know, until it reaches the brain. Then it's probably a problem. Yeah. But we're not going to worry about it. Nope.
1: Tsubaki theorizes that he'll just, like, become completely obsessed with fighting and not have any morality left. He does? I don't remember him saying that.
0: Yeah, he, well, I think he kind of said, like, it, it, once that happens, he'll probably end up exactly like the the unidentified yeah. life forms. Living weapon that exists only to fight.
2: Okay. You know, I think he'd be concerned when it reached his spine, because that's yeah. also, you know, part of your central nervous system and stuff. But, uh... I guess brain just has a better ring to
1: it. Of course.
0: Yep. And then after that we go to sweet underwater secret monster lair.
1: Either an aquarium or a cool
2: club. Oh the set is so sweet. It's awesome.
0: It is a really sweet
2: set. Apparently the monster people have found a walk in aquarium, you know, that's got like the tank and a curved like thing uh like a curved roof. And it's got, like, a little cafe in it. And they've decided to hold their
1: meetings there for this week.
0: I want the side story of how they how they got that lair.
1: Yeah, I'd like to know how they kind of get around and do all their stuff.
0: <laughs> I think it was in the preview for, like, a- at the end of episode 8, where it just shows, like, one of the monsters coming out of the ocean. So, like, <laughs> my, my headcanon right now is, like, they're literally just underwater somewhere. That's and they're good. just climbing out and swimming up when they leave.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll accept that.
0: But because
2: yeah, um, it seems like they're just hanging out among regular people, but uh, they all have incredibly outlandish fashion sense. So I have a hard yeah. time believing that that would work very well.
0: That's how you tell they're monsters, Chris. We
2: we haven't even gotten uh, in in episode seven. They introduced three belt guy. Three belt <laughs> guy is the best character. <laughs>
0: I, they all have some really A-plus fashion. They do. But
2: and we, uh The guy who is the uh, the cricket writer guy in this episode, he, he's uh, he turns into... His human form
1: is kind of like a leather twink. Yeah, he's got a fro and a leather jacket, no shirt. Not even a jacket, it's a vest. It's a leather vest and he's got no shirt on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: His human form is way cooler than his monster form.
1: Yeah, it just does
2: look yeah, like a weird. Yeah, the the cricket thing is like kind of it's kind of writery. it's got like a, a like a scarf and stuff, but
0: it's kind of plain. It, yeah. it kind of looks in similar design to um the spider uh, monster from the first couple episodes.
1: Yeah, just without without the horrible facial genitalia.
0: Right, My, sans that part. Right, that spider was pretty ugly. But it kind of just had, like that generic like brown color.
2: Yeah. His pants also have a leather fringe on them.
0: <laughs> so they're talking about stuff, monster stuff, and their monster language.
2: The lady, like, gives the cricket guy, the, the boss, the monster boss lady, like, gives him a human form or something, she, she, like, does... has a ring that she sticks into his belt, and then he turns his hum- he turns humanish.
0: Yeah, it's... I'm unclear on what exactly is going on there. She does it again in one of the later episodes of this set, too.
1: Yeah. I think it's, like, unlocking their potential to fight or something, which is weird. I don't know.
0: Maybe? I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know, because there's, like, no, like, effect with it, really. She kind of just does it. Yeah. And, and then that's now a thing
1: that happened. There are some later scenes that will, fo- like, when when the monsters are defeated, it focuses on the emblem on their belt that she, like, stuck the thing into and turned.
2: Yeah, and, yeah, it'll, like, crack apart when they're killed. It's... I don't know.
1: But that's yeah, later there's, in there's the Yeah, there's, like, a thing
2: with, like, emblems, because uh, when Godai kills these guys, like, uh, when he hits them with a, a fatal attack it'll be it'll like show a little emblem on them that burns and then they blow up.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think it's the I think it's the Kugo logo. Okay. I could be incorrect about that, but I think it is.
1: Well, but, but yeah. yeah,
0: it's
2: like there's like a branding thing yeah. not not branding in the corporate sense, like branding in the like putting it like burning a symbol into things Since Yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it always happens motif- when Kugo does a finisher. Yeah. Okay, I looked. It's when he does it with the with the staff later on. It's definitely not the Kuga symbol, so I lied.
1: Okay, but after this, we get a scene of Godai. Well, Sakurako has finally gotten to the hospital just as Godai and ich- Ichijō. I almost called him Strawberry. Uh, <laughs> Ichijō are leaving the hospital, and she gets annoyed because she had thought she had asked Ichijō to basically try and stop Godai from being a common rider and transforming and involving himself with this entire thing.
2: Right. right. She doesn't want the, you know, her uh friend to be in deadly danger.
1: Which is com- completely viable or, you know, she's having a very human response to this of no, you're like you're my friend and you're in real bad danger and you don't have to do
0: this. Exactly. It's like it's like what are you doing? This is exceedingly dangerous. Why why aren't you listening? Yeah. These these two episodes are kind of like her mini arc to right. kind of come to her resolve to to help Godai out and be a good supporting cast member.
2: Yeah, which is fine cuz she like decides for herself to help, but I I it does kind of make me wonder why Godai isn't like uh I do need to do it because literally dozens of people are being murdered
1: and the things doing it are immune to bullets. Yeah, he's just doing the thing of it'll be fine. No, trust me. I, I'm not going to explain how, but it'll be fine.
2: He could he could claim uh everyone could get murdered if I
1: don't.
0: I, I I think that's like too high level for for Godai. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's true, it's true. Godai can only think of things that are immediately happening in front of him.
0: Pretty much, which which is like fine. It works for him. It does. Um, so then after that scene, uh, we have Ichijo getting yelled at about giving the monster, also known as Kuga, the sweet, sweet bike. Right. Yeah.
2: His boss then yells at him for basically the same thing that uh, Sakuraka was yelling at him about. Kind of.
0: And then at the end, he's like, well, like, it was probably the right call, but still, WTF, man. Yeah. Ichijo is trying to explain,
1: he's like, I can't explain it, but please just trust me. That I know this is the right thing. This is the right thing to do. I will explain it later. Please trust me. Yeah, right. I, I kind
0: of wish they they maybe spent a little bit to kind of frame like Ichijo's mindset of like why he wouldn't just want to kind of lay that out. Yeah. Uh,
2: I mean the way it's shot, I think it's pretty clear that his boss. Uh, I I think we're supposed to pick up on the fact that like the only reason that. Uh, Ichijo wouldn't be telling his boss is because he's trying to protect someone's privacy. Yeah. And his boss kind of knows that, so he doesn't, like, press the issue.
1: Yeah, his boss does kind of- like, the- the chief of police does kind of get an expression on his face of, like, you know what's actually going on, but I trust you enough.
2: Yeah, he's like, okay, if that's that important, it could result in someone getting shot, and- each is like, well, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which is okay because he is immune to getting shot, so, you know.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Kuga, the bullets don't affect him. Let
1: huh. we get shown hey, uh, our new unidentified life form, his method of killing people is dropping them from very high distances. Yes. jumping, Grabbing them, jumping up, and dropping them. Right.
0: Yeah, well, and then and it. Spoilers for next episode. He's pushing them off with force. Yeah, Mm -hmm. which is slightly different.
2: Yeah, and I think in our in our previous episode we had a worst effect, and it was the weird spider string thing. I think in this set of episodes the worst effect is the bad green screening on the The cricket guy jumping around. Yeah, It's it's pretty wonky looking. It looks
0: very silly. I didn't really notice it too much, to be honest.
2: Eh, when they jump around the buildings, when he and Blue Kuga are jumping across oh, building yeah. cups, and the next
1: one, they, they get very blurred as they're going.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I still think the spider effects worse.
1: It was probably worse. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, we get to see a, our our monster kill kill a man, and then yeah. he switches over a thing on this bracelet thing he has.
1: It's we right. have a short scene of Ichijo and Godai talking about Sakurako and how it'll be fine, and then, yes, back to the monster, and he is dropped someone off a building and has, like, a Magatama bracelet that he'll flick over and move, and I guess they're counting kills for some reason. Yeah,
0: Yeah. that's what it looks like. Yeah, the
2: next monster is gonna have this thing, too.
0: Yeah, so... I think we were talking about this, Evan. Yes. And... You read it as something, and I read it like they're they're doing like a game or something of some sort because it seems like they're keeping track and they have like a tablet, an etch a sketch that they're writing on. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah the the vamp obviously a vampire guy is uh, keeping track of people's scores. Right. Well, he just writes things on a tablet. It it is. I was not clear that he was keeping score for people.
0: So I I think it's keeping score just just like from from the context. I think you can read it a couple of different ways.
1: But let me get. Uh, The bud or yeah the ul kills a police and then oh hey we're back at the lab and sakurako comes back in and oh hey somebody ran this search that i was agonizing over gene pressed enter gene pressed enter yes and oh hey look there's weird things and we've got matches but before anything can come of it godai comes in hey everything's fine and leaves
0: (laughs) he does that's exactly what happens (laughs) <laughs> he just comes and he's like, you know everything's going to be okay, right? And then he just walks out. Yeah. I, I'm
2: really... I'm kind of wondering at this point, like, so are these things translated or not? Cause, I think
0: it's partially translated.
2: Uh, okay. Like, how much text could it possibly have been? Because... If she's gone through it all, she should know what it says, but I, don't I mean, know. but
0: if like if if like the one symbol like means warrior, you're kind of looking at like where where different symbols would mean different words, which I think would be more difficult than like deciphering just like an alphabet.
1: Yeah. It's it seems more like entire it seems more like hieroglyphics than actual just ca- characters for a language.
0: Right. Okay.
2: I guess maybe she's translating it on an ongoing basis. That's what I think. I, I show. think.
0: I think. Like, as the show goes on, she, she is her like program is getting better,
2: right? It, and it she just narratively conveniently translates stuff that happens to be relevant to the plot, yep. right? <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, okay. Yeah. Then there's a yeah. Godai decides to go uh, drive over to where the monster's killing people. Yeah, and his, his bike see has a his, radio. His bike. Uh, his bike can transform into a Kuga bike. But that is not a thing
1: that Kuga can do. <laughs> it's a thing the bike can do. It's a
0: thing the bike can
1: do. A little dial that coordinate to numbers, so I guess they just have a bunch of designs preset into the bike?
2: Yeah, apparently the when the uh, cops were developing this bike, they setting 0008 was the just-in-case-a-red-beetle-themed person steals this bike and wants it to be in theme with his aesthetic...
0: Maybe they were like, maybe maybe they were thinking and they watched Kamen Rider Black as a child, and they were like, <laughs> you know, what if we put in, like, a Kamen Rider theme for this bike? That's
1: Black? good, yeah.
2: Does Kamen Rider exist as a show in any of the Kamen Rider universes? Um,
0: that's interesting. It's it's kind of undetermined. Um, In *Forza*, like, definitely yes. Huh, that's funny. But, um, I actually do not recall offhand how how kind of the multiverse theory works cuz there there is like supposed to be like a main toei timeline that has that stuff but i can't recall it gets confusing
1: <laughs> yeah well i mean and the toei Zio spoiler
0: <laughs> oh man i i might have to like bleep that out or something
1: <laughs> and that'll work Okay, uh, but, we're only up to episode two of Zeo, so. Well,
0: that was from episode three.
1: Oh, okay. But finally, okay, so Kuga finally gets to where the unidentified life form is killing more cops.
0: And he touches one, thus yes, saving its
1: life somehow. Save a cop, and the monster introduces itself and, like, taunts Kuga and names himself Zuba Duba.
2: Which, um. I mean, maybe that's his name. Maybe he's just saying something random.
1: I, I don't know. I, I take it from the translation notes and from the up th- other couple times, and I think the lady, ref- the lady unidentified identified life form, referred to him as Badu when she was cu- summoning him up. Correct. So, yeah. Right.
0: yeah, because, like, the way the, the grungy names are broken into a three part naming schema. And it goes, um, group, species, creature? Huh. So, so so Ba is for insects and arachnids. Um, and then the one in the middle is his name, which I think would just be Grasshopper. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, but there's a reason, there's a naming schema that they have, which is neat. Like, they they kind of, like, super develop, like, grungy culture and, like, stuff. Because they have, like, their language, they have, like, the writing, they have, like, naming schemas.
1: It's very interesting. <sighs> but, okay, so...
0: Yeah, but then they fight, or rather, Kuga gets a shit kicked in.
1: Yeah, they go into this courtyard, which has a uh spiral staircase going up the side and yes kuga starts to get his shit kicked in because badu can jump real high and kuga can't jump that high
2: he's also kind of super speedy and uh kuga is not super
1: speedy yeah and we get this one nice shot of kuga running up the stairs as badu just kind of stares at him for a good you know five seconds
2: yeah, then he jumps down the stairs, kicks Kuga in the face,
1: stomps on him, and mocks him. And throws him back <laughs> off the stairs, and it's, Kuga keeps trying to get up, Badu just says no.
0: Yep, but then finally, in the last time, he turns blue and can now jump super high.
1: Yes.
2: Right. Yeah, His uh, his costume is much sleeker, has less muscle molding in blue form. And uh, it's, like, streamlined and stuff. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. like, it,
0: it doesn't have the the shoulder pads that the red form has. Right.
2: Oh. Yeah, the whole uh. chest piece is pretty different. And the helmet's a little different. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is his, uh, he, his
1: form change. And he can now jump good. Yes. He's a lot faster and can jump higher, but can't punch as well. <laughs> and it's... <laughs>
0: my favorite two lines of dialogue in this episode it's just like my jumping power has increased oh no but my punching power has decreased <laughs>
1: you get these nice blurs of oh blurs of oh hey it's super speed and kuga's gonna punch him a bunch of times in the chest and it's going to do nothing
0: i feel like it should because i feel like it's a clear like jojo's or like fist of the north star aura aura, aura thing yeah it's very yeah,
2: obvious it, he does do the aura aura thing to uh vadu's chest But uh, Badu just stands there. He, like, doesn't even react. It's like, that's nice. Okay, I'm throwing you off this building now.
0: Yep. And then the episode just kind of ends. With Kuga's
1: apparent defeat. Which...
0: Yeah. uh,
1: I like it. It's good.
0: So then we we pretty much just move right on into episode six, Azure Dragon, where uh, it starts with Kuga getting his shit kicked in some more. It's the or, only or episode retap. with
2: a two-word name, I believe, actually.
0: That might be true, actually. It's one of the few, if not the only one. That is a good call. I think it's the only one. Hmm. You but, are a hundred... Yeah, you're right, looking through the episode list now.
1: The only one with two names, huh? Just no. a two-word
0: name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, the, the, They felt that Azure was really needed. But yeah, Kuga gets gets kicked a bunch more and stuff, and then looks like
1: oh he's going to be completely defeated. But then smoke happens. Yeah, and that chases away. I mean, okay, so I get the idea that you like would you smoke out insects. So maybe that's where it comes from, or is that just
0: bees? Maybe.
1: Or
2: don't actually. I assume it works on other insects. All right, new theory. Depriving them of oxygen.
0: So. Remember how I said like, oh, they're probably playing a game. I think the game is just Kelvin Ball, and like, there's up, up absurd, weird rule sets. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'll buy it. All right, well, headcam and I think it's more likely
2: that the uh, cricket writer, cricket writer style guy, just wants smoke to be around him so he can look cool. But if it <laughs> blows toward him, the shots aren't as good, so he needs to leave until. He gets better framing for yep. killing people I'll buy this it. time.
0: <laughs> I'll also buy that. So yeah, so that happens, and then um, Researcher Lady is called and asked about Blue, because Kuga turned blue, and like, sidebar, oh yeah, Kuga got beat up really, really bad. That's... Yeah.
2: He was pretty severely injured from getting thrown off that building.
1: And so she, of course, immediately rushes over to the hospital, and as she gets there, oh, hey, Godai, Godai's leaving the hospital. It's like, no, no, it's fine. It's, it's, I'm, I'm good. Don't worry about it. Just it, don't
0: worry, baby.
2: Yeah. She is continuing to be mad at Ichijo for failing to prevent Godai from getting injured. Yes. Yeah.
0: And they kind of have this scene where it's like, I can't stop him. He's too much like me.
1: Yeah. And she speaks with the doctor and Ichijo and they're like, no, it. the damage that he had incurred would have killed any normal person. Really he shouldn't be doing anything for like a month.
0: Right. And then and then there's a like convenient cut to Kuga on his bike where he stops and is like clenching his, his stomach or whatever oh, to God, show no guts. that he's very injured. Yeah. And then and then more monster talking.
2: Yes. Oh man. Yeah. As we cut back to the underground the uh the aquarium room, there is another guy in Leather Fringe who is doing a handstand walk for no (laughs) real reason. And then... Badu walks back in with his leather fringe and is bragging or something. Yeah, he's acting super cocky, like, yeah, no, I didn't kill him, but you saw that shit. And then there's a a guy with crazy looking eyes and, like, a white snake print shirt and goggles (laughs) and, like, frosted blonde hair who's looking pretty skeptical about the whole thing. It's kind of great. You should look up these characters if you are listening to this podcast. Look up the Grongi. They all look pretty incredible.
1: <laughs> all look like they should be from Shinjuku. Yes, but
2: yeah, okay. they're all like one of the gangs and the warriors or something. Yeah, that also. Oh works. man,
0: that's pretty. Fuck. Like I was talking about it on on someone's on someone's stream the other day, uh, the other day, and like a fucking Yaku- Yakuza game where just a common rider would be the best game ever. That oh yes, please give it to me.
1: That'd be pretty cool. Kamen Rider Yakuzet. Yes, please. Anyway. Okay, so you got a short scene of Ichijo kind of cut figuring out, oh, hey, I think it was the smoke that drove away the monster. Yep. And it's just nice and short. And then we get Sakurako going to Pole Pole.
0: Well, she's kind of, like, thinking about it and then decides not to. And then... um. Inside, like, the owner's on the phone with Ichijo, and he's like, man, Kuga is just, like, he's knocked out cold. I can't wake him up.
1: Yeah, he's He's been sleeping for so long.
0: Yep, and he's like... And then Ichijo's just like, all right, well, let him do that. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. And then he gets a call from the doctor, and, like, we don't hear what he found, but he, he found something, and then it cuts to where... Uh, researcher lady meets up with Kuga's sister.
1: Yes, she has gone to the preschool to try and say, So, so you, you know, you, your brother's doing this really, really super dangerous. How are you okay
0: with this? And the short answer is like, well, he's not hurting anybody, right?
1: Yeah. He's like, I trust in him. I trust he'll be okay. I trust he won't get in over his head, pretty much.
0: Yeah, it,
2: yeah. Godai's sister essentially is like uh you know, she just trusts that Godai has everyone's best intentions at heart, and he wouldn't pointlessly endanger himself. Yes. So she she thinks that Sakurako should, you know, probably let him do what he needs to do.
0: Right. And this is kind of like where um Sakurado kind of like finds her resolve to help Kuga. Yes. It's kind of like, she, she brings up, like, oh, like, I, I was afraid to help.
1: And then they share a mutual thumbs up. Yeah, after the kids come in, are like, hey, when's Godai coming back? You need to tell him to hurry up so he can play hide-and-seek with us.
0: Yeah, you oh. don't want to miss on hide-and-seek.
2: I understand common writer shows are, like, you know, partially aimed at children, so it's cute that like, it's easy to have them play with kids, just because that's... Part of the target audience, yeah. but uh, it, it's adorable to have main characters of superhero shows play with children. That's just good characterization, no matter yes. what who your show
1: is aimed at.
0: It's so like, A plus, Allies of Justice playing with kids.
1: Yes, it's very cute. And we cut to a scene of the police are all discussing what's going on and what how. And each Joe is basically explaining. Okay, so it seems that there's this one tower that's putting out smoke, and wherever the smoke isn't. That's where he attacks. So I think based on what's going on, he's gonna attack here next, and they're decided, okay, we'll increase police presence in that area to try and deal with it.
0: Right. And this is also where they bring up that the monster is like throwing them off with force. Yes. And I think that's what the coroner what does Coroner Buddy called him about to tell him.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure why it's relevant. Like throwing somebody off a building or dropping somebody off a building it's, uh not that effectively different. I,
0: I think it's more I think it's more to to like to um enforce to the police that are not Ichijo that it's it's a murder act and it's oh, an unidentified sh- life form.
2: Shit, I had not thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're saying that it's not suicides, okay. Yes. Uh that I'm sorry. That sense it's <laughs>
1: Then we get a short scene of uh Godai at the, at Pole Pole, basically tapping between two sauces going, but man, when I was red, I could <laughs> punch good. But when I was blue, I couldn't punch good. And I don't, I don't know what to do. And the owner's like, well, it just comes in knowing nothing about it was like, hey, sometimes you need Worcestershire sauce. Sometimes you need soy sauce. Bam. Right. I do you put, enough. like,
0: Worcestershire sauce in curry? Like, is that a thing? Um, you could use Worcestershire sauce. Can you try this sauce. next time you make curry oven?
1: Yes, I will try mit- Try finding a curry recipe with Worcestershire sauce. I, I thought, thought it shash. was, uh,
2: I thought it was common to put Worcestershire on, like, uh, katsu and stuff. Oh, that would be good. Or, like, cutlets and things. I thought yeah. you put
0: tonkatsu sauce on that. Well, oh,
1: Worcestershire yeah. sauce also goes with that to- so type of meat really well. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm.
0: I Man, I like. I know there's some cooking. There's at least a cooking episode in Capitol when we get there. Cool. So that's gonna be fun to just sidebar and just talk about food forever. Yeah. Um. But then we we get another call to the radio where the monsters uh, oh doing yeah, stuff. Yeah. Before
2: before that happens, the uh Godai gives the owner a look like, oh, you're so wacky, owner guy. <laughs> And then he does the hang tin symbol when he's trying
1: to give the thumbs up, which
2: is impossible, but okay. Like I,
1: I'm not entirely sure how you messed that up.
0: <laughs> right. But I
1: guess he did. That yeah. wacky owner. Who who he, He's so wacky. Yep.
0: Yeah. And then, um, researcher lady uh, does some research and she figures out, um, water uses long weapons. Just go with it. <laughs>
2: Yes, defeat enemies with long tools like water. I feel no, like it's, that's
0: like a Dark Souls, uh, Dark Souls like soapstone message. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's a uh, be like water, defeat enemies with long tools. I think the exact thing that she tells him. Like yeah. okay,
0: yep. And then maybe
2: water works
1: differently in this universe.
0: Maybe. And then Kuga is off to go to go monster fight.
1: Yes, because he overhears on the radio.
0: And then we cut to Ichijo, who now has a high-powered rifle, gets interrupted by a call from Researcher Lady, so now the monster is targeting him. So, whoops. Bad job, cell phones. Bad job.
2: Yep. Oh, shit. I forgot that Ichijo gets... uh, The monster slams him against a car window hard enough to break the window.
0: Yeah, And then... And then the monster flips over the car, but luckily he's near the front, so it doesn't like crush him. Right,
2: and the the monster doesn't bother to check to see nah, if he actually got crushed. He just flips crushed. the car and says, "That's good." And leaves. He was yeah. probably crushed. You
0: know, yeah, he looks like he's like knocked out though. So like, I could I could see how the monster would do that. And there's like other cops like shooting at him.
2: Yes. Well, yeah, but the the, the bullets are
0: they're immune to bullets, so it doesn't matter. I mean, they what if they're just like mosquito bites though, and they're just really annoying.
2: Maybe they're like getting shot is just really itchy. Stop it!
1: Ah, God, stop!
0: So then, when researcher lady can't get through to anybody, she's like, "All right, I'm getting on my moped and I'm doing this myself."
2: Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she like blows through a police barricade on the way.
0: Yeah, it's real good. Kind of funny.
2: It's like I'm sorry.
0: Yes, it is real cute. She apologizes when she's going through the blockade. I love it. And then. So like between this part, like Kuga's like fighting, his his fighting style's like different when he's in blue form. Yes, right. Uh, he uses
2: different martial arts.
0: I want to say this this side is like Tai Chi or or whatever the one where you use like movements to like redirect stuff. Yeah, that
2: would ma- yeah. Tai Chi, uh, Tai Chi uses a lot of like water and flowing imagery.
0: Uh, yes, I'm glad I accidentally stumbled onto the right one.
2: <laughs> I could be wrong. And I could also just be saying that because Tai Chi was the basis for water bending in Avatar, but
0: you know I... that seems to
1: check out though. <laughs> when he does transform, he goes immediately to blue instead of going red to blue like he had done originally, and he seems very surprised by this. Yeah, so it's I wonder if like that, the, the belt knows what is useful once he's unlocked it. I guess
0: right. I wonder if the belt knows, or if he's like instinctively changing to the proper form.
1: Yeah. Don't know, but they keep fight. So yes, now uh Kuga Kuga is now fighting Badu and is still not doing that great, but he's doing better than he did. Kind of. I think it's more that because it's a less vertically a less vertically impressive area, Badu can't do as much jumping around and striking from above as he was doing before. Yeah, right? he doesn't yeah. have as
0: much of an advantage. Yeah, that
2: area from before was super uh Super advantageous to Badu. Yes.
1: But we get Kuga getting beat up, then Researcher Lady crashes and runs over to... Crashes her moped and runs to Godai and is like, The warrior of the spirit of water defeats his enemies using long weapons! What? (laughs) I, I am very
2: curious if there was some better translation than long weapons that they could have used.
1: Is that super clumsy? I don't know, but he... Kuga's response is, "I'm going to kick this part of the railing off of from the bridge and grab it. And oh, hey, look! I now have this really cool blue staff.
0: Yeah, it's right, like an Extendo yeah.
1: staff.
2: Yeah, he does the thing that Lancelot and Fate does, where he can just grab random things and they are now his super special weapon. Is
0: that a thing Lancelot does in Fate? Go. Yeah, it,
2: it knight of owner. Any weapon he picks up is uh, becomes his noble phantasm. Any Oh, that's item. really cool."
0: So is that like a part of his noble phantasm? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It,
2: it's part of Lancelot's legend that he could like beat people with swords by using sticks and
1: stuff. So he he could just like pick up random stuff and they turn him out. Okay. As soon uh, yes, and as soon as uh, Kuga gets this staff, he beats the crap out of Badu very easily.
2: Yeah, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of anticlimactic because it takes like ten seconds. <laughs> He just, like, hits him twice and then pokes him, and he, like, gets emblem, he gets an emblem on him that burns, and then he blows up, and it's like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, this finisher (laughs) is, like, really weird, because, like, he jumps in the air and kind of just, like, pokes him.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, and then he, like, pushes him with the poke. It looks like it would be, it could be considered a strike right at where the heart would be. Well, if it was on the right side of the body.
0: Well, there is that, like. about it uh disease it's not it's not a disease it's just there's a condition where your heart's on the other side yeah that's what i was getting to it's it's called something i don't remember
1: he gets strike that glows and we get to see the emblem on his belt that the as we were talking about earlier the emblem on his belt cracks and that seems to be the focus of the explosion
2: okay wait a minute i'm I'm really curious if the symbol on that uh, the staff creates on him is the same one as the water symbol from the translation.
0: Oh, that would make sense.
2: Okay, where's the scene where she translates the thing? I'm. S- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes,
0: we will do this live. Uh.
2: Okay. Okay. Uh. It is not. It's yeah. not at all. <laughs> It's just a random symbol.
0: You know what? It was a good idea, though. The symbol probably does it mean something. It would have
2: cool if it had been.
0: It might mean something else that's even cooler.
2: Yeah, yeah. Maybe it means you blow up now or
0: something. <laughs> you are already dead.
1: Yeah. But it blows up. Uh, God- Godai is kind of hurt, stumbling a little bit. Ichijo brings Sakurako over. She gives a thumbs up. Ichijo leaves. And that's the end of the episode.
2: Yeah, it does a fade out from, uh, blue, uh, from blue Kuga into the water fountain. Which is nice. And then it, they all go out for lunch or something.
1: Yeah. It's, it's weird because Ichijo leads Sakurako up. He's like, is everything okay? And there, she and Godai and Sakurako have this nice little thing together and Ichijo just kind of chuckles and turns around and leaves. Like, doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't do anything. He just leads her up. Turns and leaves. I think he's going to start the
2: car or something. I (laughs) guess.
0: Or, like, maybe he's letting them have a moment, or, like, maybe he doesn't want to be seen with them, so, like, other police officers put it together.
2: That actually sounds the most plausible to me, what you said, Garrett, that he's given them a moment of privacy. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, next is episode
0: seven. Grief.
1: Right. Yeah, um...
2: Yeah, we we didn't uh we we mentioned this on our our alternate reality recording, but uh the episodes five and six and seven and eight have different directors and they're both kind of two parters. Yes, five and six, yes. I, it's kind of hard to describe how what the directorial style was uh because we used a lot of the same terminology for the previous ones. It's kind of like a horror movie, but not like a monster horror movie. Like episode like two was more like a serial killer horror movie.
0: With yeah. like a bunch
2: of police procedural stuff, and uh, and like slow zoom ins on intense looking dude faces and stuff.
1: <laughs> it's good stuff.
2: It's just uh, it's just got a real different uh, sort of mood than previous episodes in five and six, yeah. and seven and eight are more like a character drama type thing going on.
0: Yeah, I don't know the like in seven and maybe I don't know. I felt like in seven and eight there was more like police procedural stuff.
2: Right, because it's a there's a mystery in this world. Right, yeah. So I guess there this, really hasn't been up to this point.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think that's the that's the difference that I'm keying in on. We're like the first two were more of just like a straight up procedural thing, and this one's more like a more like a real like mystery. Right, right. Um, but yeah. So episode seven, grief. I don't remember if I said that, so I'll say it again. Um, mm-hmm. starts with Ichijo watching the video with a uh, number zero again. Yes.
1: It's a very nice close pan up of the eyes and a slow zoom in on his face, and it's very dramatic and oh don't want to serious s- doesn't want the audience to forget that there is an arch nemesis at some point, eventually.
0: We, we have a macro plot.
1: <laughs> and it's apparently eight seventeen AM, so he's either came in really early and immediately started watching this or has been here all night.
2: Uh Ichicho never sleeps. I thought we, we established this.
0: Well, he's sleeping when he's not on camera.
2: <laughs> that works. <laughs>
1: yeah, because he's, like, he's always awake
2: at 3 a.m. or whatever.
1: Yeah. And we get another cop coming in, breaking the mood a little bit until he slaps down newspapers that are like, and he's complaining, we can't keep having number four do our job for us.
0: And but, like, on the plus side, they got one.
1: Yes, they got one.
0: So that's like another thing too that I noticed. It, so, like, there's been a quite a few number of monsters because um, the B one that we get to in this in this one is number fourteen.
2: Yes. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Then there, but there are a bunch we haven't even seen. Then. mm Hmm.
1: And we get well after the opening, we come
0: back. And then, like, there's this 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 peppy new police secretary lady.
1: Oh, yes. She shows up and gives Ichijo a Before report that, on a, something. Before that, a question about
2: our metaplot. Uh, in the episode of Decade, when he came into the Cougar world, didn't they say he was, like, number seven or something?
0: I don't uh... remember.
2: <laughs> but Garrett, it's through the lens of Decade. It's the metaplot and stuff. You
0: have to know. I, I I don't remember what number he... Like, the numbers even come through, like, once we go back to the Decade kugo episodes, like, I even think, like, um Decade is labeled as a number, which is pretty funny. <laughs>
2: yeah, it would make sense. Yeah, um, well, I thought that was what would hap- happen at the end of Decade Episode 1. They called him, like, Number 7, and he was, uh... Which would have put him, like, bef- at, right around the same time as Badu, I guess? It, it's yeah. hard to
0: say, because... It's really hard to say because, like, since it's since it's an alternate an AR world, it doesn't really follow the same thing, you know, the same thing. And like at that by that point, like we see like Kuga Green form, we see on um, Pegasus form back mm-hmm. in the in the decade episodes.
2: Ah, uh, okay. Well, I guess we'll get there eventually. Yeah.
0: So it's like it's really weird to try to to try to place it in the AR because it kind of just seems like it's it's more of just like. The show is, or that world is kind of just on its own timeline, where things mm-hmm. are different. That makes sense. That's a good point, uh, though. I might, I might make sure to prepare and look and up. watch those, and and have the answers to those. At some point
2: during this vast project, I will understand the meta text of Common Writer <laughs> Decade. <laughs>
0: I mean, the meta text of *Common Rider Decade is that he goes to other worlds and their alternate reval- reality worlds of, of the shows that exist.
1: Better than Zeo's explanation, anyhow. Uh,
0: talk about Zio on this podcast. <laughs> talk about it on the other in-between episodes of this yeah. same podcast.
1: <laughs> okay, so once we get back from the opening, we get a short scene of... Godai is stitching Kuga's emblem into his jacket, yeah, it's because pretty cute. I guess he thinks that's cool, tries he's to cute. show it off to the owner, and the owner's just, like, stares at it. Well, time to get to work. <laughs> this does seem like an extremely bad idea, though. Isn't
2: he
0: not telling people he's Kuga? I mean, i I don't think he's going out of his way not to. Yeah, I guess...
2: Yeah, I, I guess he isn't like calling press conferences or anything. But anybody who asks him, he just tells him.
0: He's like, "Yeah, no, I'm Kuga. <laughs> I'm I'm that thing. <laughs> like, like he's Godai. Like that's just what he does."
1: Owner tries to get him to work. Godai just like, "No, I gotta go talk to Sakurako, and leaves. <laughs> yep. And then we get a hard cut to the unidentified life forms, who oh, are now shit. apparently this in is a this, museum?
2: This is the scene. yeah, they're not in the awesome aquarium anymore, but triple belt guy. Well, no, this- I think
0: they're in a the different part of the aquarium.
2: <laughs> oh, they might be. But more yeah. importantly, triple belt guy. <laughs> he is wearing a gold jacket and three belts across his torso, where he has his arms crossed across his chest constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Because he can't move his arms because they're belted to his sides.
0: <laughs> Is he like your Grungy Sona?
2: I I love. It's just so ridiculous.
1: It's nuts.
2: It it looks like a. It, it's like a a Kingdom Hearts design like <laughs> turned up to a billion.
0: Oh, man, I did Kuga more Kingdom Hearts than Kingdom Hearts.
1: <laughs> I'll believe it. The Grungi are listening to the radio, and it seems like they're kind of starting to be able to speak Japanese. Yeah, it kind of shows sound that they're out the learning. Words.
0: Like they've put together radio, and they've seemed to put together that they are the unidentified life forms, yeah. or yes, they are being referred to as the unidentified life forms.
1: But they, we've got a new batch of dudes showed up who the three belt man is part of. Right. And... Yeah, it looks like they were going to throw it down for a second. Yes, we get... Uh, one of them turns into, like, a fish man, and one of them is a rhino.
2: Yeah. And they're going to fight, but then uh, the b- red boa lady steps in, and she hands the Magatama bracelet to triple chest belt guy, and uh I guess is giving him authorization to start murdering people now or something?
1: Yeah. After showing off this little scroll that has, I guess, the symbols for all the Grungy, and some of them are marked off as like, mm, this one's dead, this one's dead, this one's dead.
0: Yeah. And then we get like the super hard-boiled detective like scene of Ichijo in the shooting range with his three fifty-seven 35- revolver. They must have said it out loud, because I don't know why I would have wrote down that number otherwise. Oh, no, they, they say
1: it specifically, the, new the uh... Da, 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 where is it? Oh, yeah, 6-inch barrel, three fifty seven guns.
0: Yeah. I'm using the good stuff now. Serious business. And, like, he's talking with one of his buddies there, and, like, the takeaway is, um... There was over 200 of those graves... Yes, that's a lot so of monsters
1: potential 200 monsters. And that's that's pretty much the entirety of what this scene is about.
0: Right. And then after this, he meets up with the daughter and wife of the researcher who was killed by number zero. And yes. basically, they're just like, hey, have you done your job yet? Also, we have this box. Which
1: has something interesting from interesting in it. Have, are you doing your job?
0: Yeah, it kind of looks like a monster tooth. Yeah.
1: But we get this app um pretty much as they're talking, uh so a bunch of police pin go running past, so something else has happened.
0: Right. Yeah, Ichijo has to excuse himself and he gives the address of the the plate the research lab where uh that's basically Kuga home base. That's, right.
2: So yeah, translator yes. Sakurako's, uh research lab is, I guess, the only place that's really looking into this hieroglyphics dig and all the associated stuff. Yeah. So, he says, go give your weird rock to the lady
1: who can read it. I gotta go awesomely. deal with this murder scene.
0: Yeah, so then they cut to this murder scene where, where it kind of like sets up the mystery, where they're like, the shot came straight from above somehow, and went like through the body.
2: Before the uh before they cut to the 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 murder scene there's uh they show the the girl the younger girl the daughter of the researcher guy it, uh, there's a shot of her face and she she looks like she thinks she is being blown off by this guy
0: yeah. yeah
1: she does really It's like oh I'm I'm sorry there's a crime happening that I that you have to go deal with I'm I'm sorry why aren't you here talking with me about this her dad was murdered, so Yes, you know. no, it's it's understandable. Just Ugh.
2: Yeah, she's in a bad mental state now. I mean the episode's titled Grief,
1: which is right. that's uh, very true. We they at the at back at the murder scene, the police find a hole in the ground, which they are I believe guess that that's where the bullet went to. Except right. it's not a
0: bullet. <sighs> Yeah, we find out later on in the episode that it's a stinger.
2: Yeah, the person was killed by a spike being shot through their head and coming out their foot and embedded itself several inches into the ground. Yeah, it's
0: pretty hardcore.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty gruesome way to die. Yeah. But we go back to the lab where uh, Godai and Sakurako are doing more translation work, and we get the name of the two ancient races which yep. are the Linto and the Gorongi. Which yep. we'd already had the Gorongi before, name before, but now we have the Linto, which is apparent. I think it implies that the, yes, the name of the race that wrote all these warnings and everything uh, was the Linto.
0: Correct. Mm hmm.
1: But then the directors, or the, yes, the professor's wife and his daughter show up and they're yeah
0: and they kind of run through the same spiel again they're like hey ichijo gave us this and like godai is trying super hard to be super nice to the daughter and she's just upset she's in grief
2: yeah he's in in tune with the emotions of kids and you know wants to help her
1: in some way but
0: he points out the the shell necklace that she's wearing
1: Mm-hmm. and see things seem to be going okay Sakura was like, "Well, we none, neither of us can really help, but we have an expert, a specific expert for this stuff." And oh, hey, Gene just happens to Did come in. Did someone call he, for Gene? Yes. <laughs> when Gene's not on screen, everybody should be asking, <laughs> "What's up with Gene?" Yeah, and I this seems interesting because I'm like,
2: "Is there like a racial angle to this or something?" Because he's like, oh, man, this is interesting. And they're like, you're being insufficiently sensitive to this person's feelings. And so, he's like, oh, my bad about that.
0: So, like, I wonder about that. Because he kind of just, like, came in, so he didn't get, like, the spiel about who they are and stuff.
2: Yeah, he has he has no idea that these people are the, the relatives of the, the dead professor guy. So he's kind
0: of just coming in and, like, that's, like, his major. So he's like, this is the coolest thing to me right now.
1: Yeah, he's just got a generally sunny personality, so... And, uh, Little Girl's reaction is to get very upset, close everything up, and run off alone. Right. Which, you know, understandable, but, hey, no, wait, we need that, that's important, come back. M-
0: maybe? We actually... Maybe. I, I don't think we've... We don't come back to that in the next episode.
2: Oh, dear. Oh, you've already watched the next one?
0: Well, no. Well, oh,
2: no, I mean, uh, nine or whatever.
0: No, I have not. But it it did not come back in eight either.
2: Yeah, they they haven't done anything with it yet.
0: They might. Who knows? Dangling plot thread. Yes. Next, yeah.
2: we go to the. Yeah, Gene national- feels really bad that he upset the girl. He feels really bad. He does. Yeah, and next
0: episode, he apologizes to the mother. Mm hmm. Um. So then after this, we cut to... So Ichijo calls Kuga and he's like, Hey, come meet a uh, police researcher lady.
1: Yes. At the National Research Institute of Police Science.
0: Yeah. In Chiba. And this is where they find out about um, the, the bee needle thing.
1: Yes. This, basically, the, this giant like six-inch needle is similar to a bee's stinger.
0: Yeah. Also, this lady does not seem to like Kuva.
1: Well, he's he's just basically like, "Ooh, let me touch that," and she keeps slapping his hand
0: like, "No, stop right, it. stop it, it." It's real good. He he gives her his business card, and it has like um the good at one hundred ninety nine things crossed out, and he wrote in two hundred for Kuga.
2: Wait, it, yeah. doesn't it say? I thought it said one thousand nine hundred ninety. Oh, you're right. I think yes, it in was 2000, yeah, because no. it's clearly he had them made last year. And now that it's the year 2000, he's like, oh, I'll update it.
0: Oh, I thought he updated it for for now, his new skill being Kuga.
2: That's also possible, but uh, it's also just cute if he just uh, has a set of business cards that say he has however many skills whatever year it is.
0: Mm -hmm. That's really good, too. (laughs) He was like, oh, man,
2: serendipity. Yes. So, Miss Enokida... There's a there's is. a funny scene with her where she uh when Ichijo walks in she's like hey do you have a girlfriend now he yeah says,
0: someone else one of his police buddies did that too and like I didn't I don't are they referring to Godai
2: I no I don't know yeah because she looks she gives him a real weird look when he says he doesn't and then is like well who's this guy yeah.
0: Yeah, it's real weird. I'm not. I'm not sure what they were referring to, but they did it a couple times in this episode.
1: It's probably. It may be because he's calling Sakurako all the time, and they. Maybe they just, it's because uh, goda he, he said that
2: Godai is like him. It's because he's finally like spending time with someone who is like him. Maybe. Maybe. Is making him look different. I, uh, I'm. I'm shipping them now.
0: You weren't shipping them when they cuddled on the roof?
2: Uh, okay. Well, you know, I, I just decided just now. That <laughs> okay, them. that's fair.
0: You are allowed to have independent thought.
1: So Ms. Anokita explains that although uh the, the, the victims died from anaphylactic shock, not the giant needle going through them.
2: <laughs> right, yeah. You'd think the giant needle tearing through their abdominal cavities would be pretty yeah. deadly. Right. And brains and stuff.
1: And immediately after this, we get a nice montage in a bunch of different areas all around Tokyo of the bee flying in the air and sniping people and just killing, like, it's a list of, like, four or five people in a row. Yeah. All in different places around Tokyo. Yeah,
0: I think they place it where, like, it's every 15 minutes or something, I think.
1: Yes, and it's going in a... S- um, at back at the police station, they're trying to determine it, and it seems to be going in a spiral outward.
0: Yeah, it, it reminded me of that one manga that I know about and have never read or anything.
2: Uzumaki. Yeah, that one.
0: The one with the spirals.
1: That's a good one. It is a good manga.
0: That's what I've heard.
1: And we find the researcher's daughter, who is in a payphone, calls the police and says, "If." What's gonna be? What's gonna happen? She's, and her response is: If you guys don't find Zero quickly, I might die. And then right. she runs away. Right.
2: Yeah, and there's like lots of shots during the sequence of her over the the next episode of her like lingering next to train tracks and on rooftops. And they like, really yeah. set
0: this up to be darker than it is. Yeah, yeah, like she's
2: she's thinking about killing herself is the implication, which right. is very very tragic. I feel really bad for the girl. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of the mental space she's in right now. She's not doing good.
0: Yep. And then, so finally, um, putting together the spiral theme, um, Ichijo and Kuga show up to where they find Bee Monster and Bat Monster. Yeah, on a, yeah, on a lighter note, Bee Monster is fucking awesome. He's, Bee Monster is yeah. really cool.
1: Wearing he a has, chain link thing, he has great design.
0: They yeah. all have great design, except Bat Guy, who just looks like a vampire. Right. He's, like, That's... all, like, covered up and stuff to, like, hide from the light and stuff. I
2: think B-Guy's the
0: best-looking monster in the show so far. I really like him. I don't know, like, sh- like the t- when the two, when they were, like, gonna go fight, they looked really cool, too.
1: That's true. They did look really nice. But it seems like the Bat... I'm not entirely sure why the Bat Guy showed up. I think he's coming out of, like, so how you doing? And B guy seems to be taunting him. He's like, "Look how many, mu- look how many people I kill, man."
2: Okay, well,
1: I'm assuming
2: what is going on here is, is that B guy is trying to find and kill Kuga and is just killing random people on a spiral while doing that. Since that's he's doing like a search pattern, I, mean, I guess Bat guys probably just checking on him, like, "Hey, you killed Kuga yet?" I don't, I don't know. know. If if you guys have a better guess, I'm open to suggestions.
0: I don't. I, I think maybe just, like, bad guys, like, just keeping checking on him, and he's like, whoa, oh, I'm i this far, and he holds up the bracelet, and then uh, Ichijo shoots oh. it out of his hand.
2: Uh, if we go with your scoreboard theory, he could actually be checking his score, yeah.
0: That's what I think.
1: But shoots him out of his hand, Kuga goes after the bee, and then the bat guy sees the Magatama bracelet on the ground, and tries to go grab it, and then Ichijo shoots his hat off. Right. Ichijo's
2: extremely good at shooting people's accessories, (laughs)
1: less
2: less good at actually shooting them.
0: Man, like, I'm just picturing, like, a tabletop game where, like, that would be a feat, and I'm just like, (laughs) the person who took that, man, every chance they got...
1: But uh, Ichijo goes after the bat while Kuga goes after
0: Bee. Yep, he turns blue to run upstairs really quickly.
2: Godai does a uh, running transformation that has some really awful CGI on it.
0: The Kuga suit CGI is pretty bad.
1: Yeah, but he runs up and then leaps up and is like, "I can't! I keep getting beat up by this Bee."
0: Yeah, the Bee's like, "I'm gonna fly," and Kuga's like, "Oh no, I can't fly!" Like, and then like, kind of like. Focuses on, like, where his ear would be in the helmet. He's like, man, if only I could, like, sense things better.
2: Yeah. The ability to fly and shoot deadly needles does seem like, uh... It pretty deftly counters everything Kuga is able to do. Yeah. Honestly.
0: Luckily, though, after Kuga gets beat up some, which is what he you gets do... kicked off the building. Well, he turns green, and then all the senses kind of, like, overload him, and then he lets go let let's go let go
1: well it's yeah it's he can basically now hear the entire city all at once and it's super loud and he can't deal with it and so he just kind of collapses and falls yeah because right. he was
0: hanging on the railing so then he kind of lets go and then falls kuga falls yeah. a lot this this set of episodes
2: yeah they do the thing they uh they do the sort of shot that they always do in movies or shows when someone gets like telepathy and yes. they're like ah can see whole world and stuff yeah and he's just like being
1: overwhelmed by sensation and the episode ends with a uh ground to uh ground to sky shot of Kuga falling directly into the camera and then it fades out to black and that's the end of that episode
0: yep and then we kind of just move right on to uh episode 8 which is Archer
1: right
2: i really like the green kuga costume it's uh, real it, good it's got like a like rectangular molding on the the breastplate and, like, the green the color is a really appealing shade. Yeah,
1: it's yeah, real it's, cool. It, it is my current favorite out of the four different four versions of Kuga. It's your I favorite because
0: it's a Pegasus.
1: It's extremely cool. Kind of. But not entirely.
0: Just that that helps.
1: Yes, that helps.
0: I, I do like how, how the Pegasus form has, like, the one shoulder thing.
2: Oh, I hadn't noticed that before, but yeah, it does have uh, one shoulder pad, too.
1: It's very traditional, kind of, that, you know, you'd have a lot of archer... If I am remembering correctly, in Japanese archery, when you are doing, like, either performance archery, you only... You have the half breastplate and one shoulder plate.
0: Yes, I was thinking something similar. I thought there was something like that, so I think you're correct.
2: Yeah, Yeah, like in traditional men's archery, you, like... I think you take uh you take your uniform off your right shoulder, I believe, or so I could be I could have the shoulder wrong.
1: I believe it's whatever shoulder you draw with or whatever arm you draw with, you take um you disrobe that half of your side of your torso.
2: Right. So yeah, I
1: hadn't picked up on that before. It's a good catch. But the bee comes down and tries to fight him and is going to kill him and then realizes I don't have my magatama bracelet flies off, Kuga collapses and goes back to bright form. No point in murdering
2: him if I can't kill if I can't track the kill.
0: That's honestly yeah. the best best theory I have for it.
2: Yeah, uh, he turns back into uh, naked Kuga briefly. It's the first time we've seen him in a while.
0: Yeah, he turns back into glowing form for a second. Yeah, so or is it maybe like did the bee maybe shoot cuz like it takes a while for his stinger to like recharge or whatever?
2: Yeah, it does take a little while for a stinger to recharge.
0: So I don't know if, like, maybe he, he used his shot and he had to run away because of that. I mean, he could have just punched eye to death. No, he's got to he... shoot him with the stinger. It's important <laughs> now. <laughs> he was know. doing fine just
2: hitting him on top of the building <laughs> they were on. Yeah.
0: Shh. Um, Shh. But yeah, so then we call We call um, Researcher Lady and we're like, hey, it's green. It's green. What does green mean?
1: Yeah. Well, Ichijo tries to call and talk to her about it, and Godai is super excited. He's like, I could hear everything, and I was green,
0: and I go, duh.
1: Gah. He's very excitable about this. I like it.
0: And then we cut back to more aquarium monster lair.
1: Well, before that, Sakurako informs them: uh, Oh, yes, that's right. The daughter is missing. We don't know where right. she is.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, and there—that's going to be the the B plot for this episode—is resolving the the daughter running off. They're going to have to find her.
1: Correct. Yes. Which this actually has a really
2: a really good resolution. We'll get to that in a few minutes. Uh, yeah, yes. uh, triple belt, triple chest belt guy is back at the aquarium. In addition to red boa lady, there's now another lady with like uh with intense black lipstick going on. She looks pretty oh, cool.
1: I just noticed her sk- That new lady's skirt. That's a real nice skirt. Yeah, she's she's pretty cool. But yes, they're having a conversation about the things, and uh, B-Dude gets a new Magatama bracelet after Bat Boy gets slapped across the face. Yeah. Maybe for stealing? I don't know.
0: Undetermined? Well, I guess maybe it's his fault that the one got lost. Yeah. Because Ichijo get- has it and gives it to um, the police researcher lady.
2: Yes. Yeah, I have no idea if these are important, or if they have some sort of power, or what.
0: I don't know. I, I don't know. Not sure yet. I I I mean, my theory is still, like, the Game Piece thing. Yeah. Yeah. In this scene, uh, the Triple Chess
2: Belt guy says something about the Linto, and then about Kuga, but, you know, it's we not exactly actually- clear what he's saying.
1: Yeah. There are versions of these. There are translations that have their language translated, but we figured it's more interesting for us if we don't,
0: right? Or rather, I decided that, and Chris. Chris is accepting not looking up the subs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is fine. I that is the way the person that uh, people originally watching
1: the show would have experienced it. I'm okay yeah. with that. But. Then we go back to Godai is speaking with... The coroner um, guy. Joe's, yes, the coroner, and is basically talking about, so, okay, so it felt like everything, you could hear everything. I love how um, how
0: excited they both are. Right, yeah.
1: And, yes, the doctor basically explains that, well, the stones inside the belt inside of you have gone dark, it probably overtaxed your body, and discharge it and you won't be able to use it for a while cuz yeah. it's worn out. <laughs> yeah, it's yes. like
2: uh this show hasn't had enough rules so far, so I'm going to introduce some <laughs> arbitrary time limits yep. such as you could only be green guy for 50 seconds.
0: Yep, and it, it takes
1: over- 2 hours to recharge. Cuz it, it it their explanation is that it supercharges all your nerves. Right.
0: It's, like fair, like I'll follow that logic.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's a, it's a very big trope of uh, I can only hold this form for so long. I mean, it's uh, it's Ultraman, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Pretty you much. know, just like two minutes and ten seconds less. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, but God, i can't figure. Out. I was like, I I have the improved senses, but I'm not entirely sure what that's supposed to do for me. Doctor wants to do more tests. Goda's like, no, no, I don't, no, no,
0: thank you. Yeah, and then Ichiro comes in and he's like, hey, um, daughter ran away. And Goda's like, I'm on it. I'm going to go do that. I can't transform. I'm going to do that.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah and uh, yeah, they cut back to the daughter and then mention that is looking for her. I thought that the obvious solution was going to be, like, well, he's going to use his green cougar powers to find her. That's going to be, like, the resolution of the episode and stuff. They actually no, have a better no, resolution in mind than that.
0: We actually use uh, Chekhov's um, shell necklace.
2: Right, right. Well, well, we'll do that. Let's bring that up at the end, because it That's is a good right. reveal.
0: Um, so he, so he does make a... He makes, like, a sidestop back at the research lab to be like, hey, she's not the type to commit suicide, Right. Yeah. yeah and her mom's and then her mom's just like yeah and yeah, then and he runs is, off
1: well it is also this scene where gene apologizes to the mom it's like i actually feel really bad about this i just i didn't know yeah Gene's a good I'm guy i'm sorry
2: yeah Gene's not a bad guy he's just yeah a little he oblivious. was just
1: excitable and had no idea
2: Mm-hmm. uh yeah uh I don't it is kind of weird with how oh, wait like, no, that's
1: not that scene. Yeah, it's it happens just
2: Jean looking um,
0: upset first. It happens a little later on, but I
1: mean
2: it, uh, it's kinda of weird to me that th- these episodes just kind of go there on the suicide thing. Yeah. Like that's a really a really serious theme and uh yeah, they're not really scared about just being like, That's a distinct possibility. Yeah, and I think the
1: the girl seems she's like she's fourteen, thirteen. Yeah. So fairly young, too. Right.
0: Yeah, it's... It's nuts. I I was generally curious where they were going to go with this and the way they were framing up their chats.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, same.
0: Because, like, the episode preview, like, it, like, showed her and then it, like, cut to the train and that was, like, the end of the episode preview. Mm-hmm. And we
1: keep... Every time she shows up, she looks to be in some situation where she could kill herself if she made the effort to. Yeah, Whether right. she's standing on a building... Or standing in front of trains. There isn't a couple there's even a couple cuts where she'll be like staring at a train and then she'll walk off camera and it could be implied she just walked mm-hmm. in front of the train.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, it's uh it's a little unsettling for a a kid's show, certainly. Yeah. I uh so I guess, I mean, I, it is a more prominent cultural issue in Japan, so I. That is true. I guess they just have to be more comfortable talking about it, unfortunately.
1: And after Godai leaves the lab, we get a scene of Ichijo talking to uh, the. Police researcher and, lady. Uh, the police researcher lady. Asking about. It, and she's telling that we, we now. We think we have a way to track him. This new monster, it had.
0: The wings he uses to fly are, like, subsonic or whatever. Yes.
1: Yeah. It was originally developed to deal with number three. Yep. And so this bee, which has a higher frequency, they picked up an, a unique ultrasonic signal when 14 flew off. So we can track it using that.
0: Yep. And she's like, it's not perfect, but and she's like, it's fine. I'll take what I can get. And then he yeah. runs off with the device. And then she's like, oh, yeah, we're developing a new weapon, by the way. Okay, thanks. Bye.
2: Okay. Bye. okay. Yeah, and then there's, uh, we cut back to B-Guy, and there's he's flying around this one lone skyscraper that's just a huge building, uh, not around any other tall building, so that's kind of weird. But uh, it, it zooms in on a mom and kid getting into their car after getting groceries. I think. Yeah. And it looks like he's going to murder
1: one of them. Right. So it's a pretty tense sequence. Yes. And right before this is the scene back in the uh, lab where Gene apologizes to the mom while Sakurako is on doing some research on the computer, and he—it's very obvious he feels very bad, and he's yeah. blaming himself. Yeah. Sakuraka's like, no, it'll work fine. Godai doesn't lie. He said it'd be okay. Mm-hmm. But yes, then the bee and the shopping.
0: Yeah, so the right. car breaks down because, of course, it does.
2: Yeah, the lady's car stalls, and B Guy is just about to shoot her. And Ichijo manages to drive up and tackle them to the ground at the exact second that B Guy shoots a stinger at this lady. Okay.
0: So. Yeah a good guy.
2: No idea how he knew that that was about to happen, but okay.
0: Well, I mean, like they were the only people out there, and he had yeah, the tracker. I guess that's true,
2: it is an empty parking lot except for them. So yeah, fair
1: enough. Yes. And he's he looks up in the air and can't see shit because, of course, you can't see anything flying that high. But he gets them into his. He gets them under a tree.
2: Right, and th- and then Sakurako calls in with the. The next, uh, the rule set for the next, uh, form. says, uh, Green Kuga, the warrior who can see evil from great distances and fire upon them like the wind itself. So there's, like, an elemental theme going on here.
1: So he, we get Gunner Kuga. Yeah. Because Ichijo looks at his gun and he's like, oh, I better give him this. Right. Well, I mean, to be fair, he did see the
0: staff thing.
2: Yeah, he saw the staff thing happen, so, you know. You get a couple
1: scenes of Ichijo driving around looking for the girl, and the girl looking like she's going to do something terrible.
0: Yeah, we kind of have these cuts between, like, Godai at beaches, the girl looking like she's going to do something terrible, and Ichijo searching around.
2: Yeah, I'm- and during these scenes, I'm like, Godai, why the fuck are you looking at the ocean? She's not in the ocean. Yeah. (laughs) And- But he has actually been uh, way more insightful on this than I gave him credit for, and he recognized the beach that the shells on that necklace she had came from, and thought she might go back to that place to when she was dealing with her grief. Which, in fact, she did. Yeah, she's having a flashback on that beach to when her dad gave it to her, and Godai manages to find her and comfort her a little bit, which is really sweet. It's uh it's like kind of the first time that his uh like uh, his persona as uh like the the rambling wanderer who's seen the world without really being super attached to any specific thing is kind of like come in and save the day. And that's uh that's a really good bit. I really yeah, I really like that resolution.
0: It kind of calls back to uh when we first meet him too when he's when he uh is talking with, with that kid. kid who lost his parents. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah, I really like this resolution because I totally thought it was going to involve superpowers, but nope. He just uh, he he knows uh, people sometimes knows how to help them.
0: Godai's other superpower is emotional awareness. Yeah, it's a good superpower,
1: and it, he he does. He's basically you know he's trying to prove to her. Just sometimes you gotta you gotta believe the things will work because they'll ask her. Hey, do you think you could stip- skip a rock seven times? Man, that's impossible. And Godai immediately does it. With the
0: power of bad CG. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: to be- He does have super
2: ancient monster strength, so I feel like he's cheating a little bit here. That's true. <laughs> yes. Is that
0: is that an impossible thing?
2: I don't- No, it's not impossible, it's just
1: very, very difficult.
2: I mean, I I think if you fired a rock fast enough, you could skip yes. it an unlimited number of times, conceivably. That's I don't fair. really know.
1: But- we get this nice little resolution. You get the impression that Godai has kind of gotten through to the daughter. They're having this nice little scene on the beach, but oh, hey, the bee's looking down on him. It's like, oh, it's Kuga, because apparently Kuga comes up as orange in the, guy's, in the bee's vision instead of blue like everyone else. Yeah, the bee has yeah. like
0: infrared vision, and Kuga shows up a different color than everybody else. He's hovering in
2: the air, like stiff, straight up with his arms crossed. (laughs) It looks simultaneously silly and kind of badass.
1: Yeah, I kind of love it. But, okay, so Ichijo shows up because he's been tracking this bee and runs towards him yelling, Oh, you gotta go! He's aiming- Godai, he's aiming at you! You gotta be careful- He's right above you, man! Yep. Godai immediately transforms to green. And I really like this transformation sequence, because th- all the sand blows around him in this nice twister, and as it's doing, he transforms, and it looks really cool, even if it's some bad CG.
0: I really yeah. like it.
2: Yeah, he's, it's like invoking the, the power of the wind in a way that they didn't really with the other two forms so far.
0: That's true. Yeah. And then just he like, here's my gun.
2: He, he knight-of-owners the gun into a green plastic uh, Power Ranger shooty toy.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's called it, the Pegasus Bogun. Oh, f- Bowguns are the best. God damn it, that is what you play in, Monster Hunter.
1: <laughs> yes, it is. This oh, form yeah. is just
0: Evan. Text.
1: It's <laughs> Yeah, I love it. But, yeah, so the bee immediately tries to shoot back down. Like, okay, so after Godai transforms, I guess it's because he's near the beach and there isn't a lot of noise from the city anymore. It's not overwhelming for him. And he can actually track the bee dude now.
0: Yeah, so I, I guess, like, yeah, it, it's like the ambient stuff is lessened and he's able to to focus on the bee monster easier. Yeah,
2: no. and he doesn't just shoot the bee. First, he waits for the bee to fire Stinger at him. And he detects it and catches it between his fingers. It's It's, a really, it's it's a a very
1: overdone, cool thing. I love it. Yeah, yeah. But he, and then he fires the bow gun just by pulling off the thing and shooting up. Oh, hey, there's the emblem. We get another scene of the belt cracking. And then the monster falls into the ocean and explodes in a big CG explosion.
2: Yep. And there's like a fade out to the next scene on a green cougar in like a two-thirds shot standing next to the rolling ocean waves. It's
1: yeah, a cool it's a really shot. cool shot. And then suddenly the sun is setting and it's pro- it looks like it's an hour or so later. <laughs> Which I don't... It, it, it Like, the sun goes down and it's suddenly... Like, it looks like it's maybe in 45 minutes from total sunset. Yeah. When the sun had been way higher in the air. It they, seems like they
2: probably just sat around for a while, and and the girl was like, "So you can turn into a a beetle monster?" He's yeah. like, "Yeah, <laughs> you doing okay now?" He's like, "Everything yeah. good."
0: And then the end of the episode, she she apologizes, right? To uh, Joe tells
2: her, "I'm glad you're safe." She cries and says, "I'm sorry," mm. and she she finally lets out her sadness.
1: Yes. It kind of, I, I think it's kind of implying that may, this may have been the first time, you know, she may have cried when she heard her dad died, but this is the first time she's allowed herself to fully accept the fact that, you know, people still care and this isn't the end of the world.
2: Right. Yeah, since Godite kind of did his thing where he's like, uh, you know, he kind of demonstrated like, you know, just because you lost one person important to you, it doesn't mean no one will ever understand or yes. care about you again. Right. Uh, it's a it's a sweet ending. I actually really like the resolution to this one. It was my it favorite episode nice. so
1: far.
0: Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, because, like, so, like, before she kind of, like, she was upset that she felt like no one was taking it as seriously as her.
1: Yeah.
0: And then she kind of learned, well, th- that that's not necessarily the case at hand. Mm-hmm. It's good. I really like it. Yeah. Sometimes you think people don't care, but sometimes they're just
2: fighting a secret guerrilla war against a race of ancient bug monsters. Oh,
1: God, I forgot about that guy in the preview for the next episode.
0: Where he comes out from, like, underwater?
1: Yeah, the weird guy that has, like, squid paint on his face that comes up
0: from the water. God.
2: Oh, man, I didn't watch this preview. It's, like, cool monster design.
0: Yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah, and I'll be for uh, next time where we talk about mm-hmm. uh, episodes 9 through 12.
1: It'll be 2 weeks from now. Okay. Yep. Next Saturday we should have another shard for you. Yeah, pr- probably. Don't know what it's going to be about. Maybe Zio. Probably
2: Zio. I want to talk about episode maybe. 2 of Zio.
0: Yeah, That'd be good. We're definitely going to have a bunch of people on talk about Zio at some point. I, I'm I really think,
2: into Zio so far.
0: I think for a while, like, Zio's going to be, like, our, our fun guest episode stuff. That would work. Okay. Um, but yeah, so you can find this show on the internet at um, com, where on there, there should be links to our Twitter, which is riceball underscore fm. Um, I believe... Well, by the time this comes out, I would have put up our iTunes link, because uh, we're on iTunes now. This podcast made it. We're a real podcast now. It's on iTunes. Yes,
2: we're paged on Google Play. We are the only podcast result if you look up the word DECACAST.
0: Sweet. Yep. Which I I guess is probably good, that there's yeah. no other DECACasts.
2: Good, uh, uh, what's it called? SEO?
0: Yeah. <laughs> For for the very specific th- word of decacast, yes, <laughs> exactly the portmanteau of decade and podcast.
2: Right. Anybody who's curious about podcasting related to things in, in quantities of 10 we'll,
1: It just means we'll find We're us. the pioneers, okay? Yep. We're the we the we're the cougar of this situation.
0: Okay. Um, I think that's it.
2: Yeah, we can probably call it for this week right here.
0: Yeah. That should be good.
2: Have a good night, everybody. Hope y'all have a good time and know that people care about you.
1: And remember to re- write or kick your problems right in the face.
0: Yep. And until then, we've just been a passing through podcasts. Remember that.